SoFi stock closed under 8% on Friday. And unfortunately, a lot has to do with that Silicon Valley Bank news that is kind of destroying the, I want to say the financial market at the moment so in today's episode i want to take a closer look at that but i also want to take a closer look at some recent updates that might have appeared for sofi this week so let's take a closer look in today's episode so we can see right sofi right now sitting at five dollars and 58 cents down eight percent we do see after hours the stock is up over one percent um obviously very hard to determine what's the reason for the after hour move fortunate year to date sofi has returned 24 percent to investors even if you account this kind of eight percent drop unfortunately if we take a closer look from its all-time highs the stock is still down over 77 percent so i, I want to say there's a lot of huge growth potential for sofi we're going to take a closer look at that but what i really wanted to do is take a closer look at recent news so, so the first news i want to take a closer look at i think would have been the most important for sofi this week if it wasn't for the silicon valley bank but we did hear that sofi is planning to sue um, the overall government over the student loan pauses that is kind of affecting them i do want to say obviously there's more to the headlines if you take a closer look at certain articles we can see that at minimum um, the lawsuit pretty much asked a judge to limit the pause only to borrowers who would be eligible for biden's cancellation plan we, we know that student loan uh, plan that's happening right now um, the main reason is this is the eighth extension that we're seeing here in the student loan program. Unlike the first seven extensions, which were meant to help borrowers struggling due to the pandemic, this latest one is pretty much because of the challenges that the Student Loan Forgiveness Act uh, is kind of seeing. So, so far saying, hey, if the, the reason for this recent pause is different from the others. So why, why should those who might not even be affected by this future act also have to be halting payments right i i, I want to say i understand sofi's point of view here and obviously there's some pros and cons here but what i do want to say is sofi has kind of been able to succeed right now with even with these student loan pauses for the past two to three years right since it all started in 2020 uh so i do want to say unfortunately even though it might be good for sofi for them to be doing this it does kind of give a form of negative reaction towards them uh right especially when you start to see headlines like this right because a good portion of sofi's customers are your overall consumers and if they start to see headlines like this consumers might be like hey this is even though probably no bank cares for you when you start to see things like this it kind of creates this persona on sofi where they're like hey sofi is definitely a bank that doesn't care for me so there's no point in me giving them their business right so i, I do believe this is bad pr and another thing is right if we take a closer look at their full year 2023 guidance the company did expect annual growth rate of roughly 25 to 30 percent on revenue and they expect adjusted ebitda margins to be roughly 14 percent if we look at the transcript when they gave this guidance they are assuming that originations of student loan isn't expected to start picking back up until august of 2023 because this new student loan pause ends in june but is followed by a 60-day extension uh, so they don't expect maybe some form of originations to start rebuilding here until august of 2023 so it does seem like sofi already had kind of their guidance projected with a lot of these student loan pauses so i don't think investors were were, were really worried about this either um in, in at least in the short term right in the next upcoming quarters before we go any further i want to thank you for watching and i need your help to reach my goal of 30 
50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you can do me a favor, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up. Also, if you want some fantastic insight into the semiconductor industry, join my other channel, Semiconductor Investing and More, where I use my electrical engineering background to break down the semiconductor market. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. I mean, if we take a closer look at their lending segment here in forms of origination for the full year of 2020, 2021, and 2022, we can see how it has kind of decreased dramatically over the years. In 2020, it was roughly $5 billion in origination. In 2022, it's roughly $2.2 billion. In 2023, right, uh, we did expect at least the first half of the year to be weak and then kind of see some growth from there. We're going to see if that's the case, right? Who, who, who knows if there's going to be another extension from here? But we could see that uh, so far, one thing they are seeing is they are seeing a huge increase in the personal loan originations. And that has been one of the biggest reasons that they continue to see a good portion of revenue growth. Unfortunately, right, uh, this is not an episode on kind of talking on some of the headwinds, but just want to mention one of the headwinds right now is obviously that home loans origination with the overall kind of market that we're seeing right now. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely an interesting time to be in the form of a banking stock right now, especially with the overall macroeconomics we're seeing. So let me know. I'm pretty sure most people watching here are SoFi stock investors. How do you how do you feel about SoFi kind of going uh, with the lawsuit for these? extra extensions that are happening obviously we saw the reason for this extension is different from the others so it makes sense but i want to hear from you as the as an investor on what you see and do you think this was a good or bad pr move so the next thing we're going to take a closer look at is the big news so we have heard from silicon valley bank right uh everything happening there so if i just wanted to reaffirm to investors that hey we have no assets with them our only exposure is a very small lending facility that is provided to us for less than 40 million dollars which is unaffected by what's happening right now and they continue to say hey your money is safe with sofi so obviously this is great news i do want to say i i believe the main reason the stock is down eight percent right now is not because the investors were fearful that sofi had some form of exposure to svp and even if they did i don't think that was the main reason for the stock price i do believe it's what's to come from here right i do believe this is opening up a nice can of worms of uncertainty in the financial market right now and and investors and don't know what's going to happen from here and that uncertainty always creates added risk and that added risk is usually reflected in the stock price, right? So right now with the stock price down 8%, investors are saying that, hey, even though there might not be exposure to Silicon Valley Bank, there is some exposure to the financial market that can really, really trickle down into the SoFi and maybe not a direct way, but in an indirect way with what's happening right now. And it, it makes sense, right? I do believe there is some form of risk. And that's where the, I want to say the market has a great opportunity for investors is when things get priced in certain ways. And maybe this is an overreaction. And if it is an overreaction, then obviously people who purchase at these levels are going to be very, very lucky in the long term of things right but i do believe that's what's imperfect imperfect about the market is the overall valuations where sometimes we might oversee the risk or overthink the risk or sometimes we might be underthinking the risk that uh something like this can provide especially in the financial market so um i i understand why stock price is down i do 
want to say something great came out though on on yesterday on fr- on Friday the CEO came out and said and and kind of showed case with his money that he's still very bullish in his company and he has nothing to worry about he ended up purchasing roughly 180,000 shares at, at an average price of $5.50 roughly which is roughly a $1 million purchase in one day. I think that's pretty impressive. I think this is some a great PR move, right? Where unlike that SoFi suing, uh, suing was a, a negative PR move, I believe something like this is a great PR move for investors, at least maybe not for the consumers, but a great PR move for investors that say, hey, look, I'm putting $1 million right now. I'm showcasing that I, I believe our company is strong and we have nothing to worry. So this is something that I'm telling the investors. I'm showcasing with my own money that this is how we're gonna that things are gonna be okay at least on our end so i think that was a huge bullish case for investors and uh, a reaffirmation that their management believes there's nothing to worry about so that's awesome to to see uh sofi stock like i mentioned uh, I, I don't own the shares but i can definitely see both the bearish and bullish cases for the company right now uh, we saw the stock prices down over 70 the final thing i want to mention is in the upcoming weeks sofi is having an event um on march 21st of 2023rd so if you are an investor make sure to add that to your calendar usually you get to see kind of the transcripts and a lot of great information online but make sure to add it to your calendar if you are a huge sofi investor so i hope you guys enjoyed this quick update take care have a good day and see you next time